0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: There he goes. It's a attack.
0: This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network Welcome to a Panthers Victory Monday on the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by the Panthers' all-time leading rusher, Jonathan Stewart, and Sports Sports Illustrated beat writer, Skylar Callahan. Uh, Got a lot to get to today. We're going to recap the Panthers' win over the New Orleans Saints this past Sunday, breaking a nine-game losing streak that went back to last year. Uh, We'll get into our pros and cons from what we saw uh, from the game. Um, and, and a little bit more. Uh, you know how we do here, uh, here on the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. But before we get into the meat of everything, let's get in a word from Bet Online real quick. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's B-L-E-A-V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts and where we will begin today. As a look at the box score from yesterday, uh, the Panthers defeat the Saints twenty-two to fourteen and move to one and two on the season, one and one in conference play. Same for the Saints; they dropped to one and two, one and one in conference play. And guys, as we look around the NFC South, uh, a bit of a dumpster fire, kind of. When you look around at everything, uh, the Panthers still right in the thick of things going into Week Four. Um, let's just get into it, Stu. Let's we'll start off with you from the game yesterday. We uh, we were talking a little bit during our group chat. I know Skylar was actually at the stadium. But uh, give, me, give me a pro you saw from, from uh, yesterday that you were really happy with that uh, you didn't expect.
1: Um, I'm going to just call it what it is. Um, I feel like we found our identity yesterday, right? Um, everyone wants to keep banging their head on, you know, you know, the glitz and glamour of all these other teams that you see on TV. Like, you know, the Chiefs, you want to see the the fast paced offense, the quarterback that can throw all these miraculous passes and all these trick plays and we're,
0: it's the Madden effect.
1: We we are the Carolina Panthers that thrives running the ball and playing defense. That is the identity. Yesterday we did those two things and special teams came into play huge. Um, that's why we won the game. you know defense has been really, really good last two games um I think they the first game of the season, you know a lot of people challenged them and and what was a horrific run stop <laughs> uh you know attempt i guess you know so um the attempt was there, but it didn't happen, and so that I think they knew what they. Needed to bring to the table the next two weeks, especially having to play, you know, two of the most feared running backs in the league. You know, you have guys that can be a home run hitter at any point in time when they touch the ball, and Saquon Barkley and um, your boy, uh, Al- Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think we did a great job yesterday playing defense.
0: Scott, that was the first thing that comes to mind from a uh, view in the Panthers uh, hair on fire defense yesterday. It felt like from the open and, you know, from the rip, they were pretty much all over the place. It looked like they were uh, it, it felt like they energized the whole team. And it felt like that was kind of lost the first two weeks. There wasn't like a, uh, a, a something to get the whole team going. And it felt like the defense took it upon themselves to kind of be that unit going into this uh, this home game was something that you took positive from uh, from the game
2: Sunday. Well, one thing, is, I'll kind of steal it from, from Jay Stu here because he, he sent it in our group chat, and uh, this was during the game, and everybody needs to play like Frankie Louvu. Yeah. And I feel like sure. as, as the game went on, you kind of felt everyone kind of take that energy that Frankie plays with and take it to a whole new level. Like, there was guys out there like Derek Brown yeah. lot laying out for an interception. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he almost had one to play before. I mean, that was just really cool to see that happen. Um, especially on back to back plays like that. But I think outside of that, um, I would say discipline. You know, I know a lot of has been made about how this team has kind of shot themselves in the foot time after time in these last two plus seasons. They only had what, four penalties for 40 yards? Mm-hmm. I mean that that's that's incredible. Um, I think there was there's two or three occasions where the Saints lined up to act like they were gonna go for it and then you know they either called timeout or took a penalty or whatever. Good Discipline by the defense, um, and, and you could say the same thing for the Panthers when they're on offense, they did that a couple of times as well. You didn't see Ikey Aquanu, <laughs> rookie young, a young left tackle, jump when he knows that, that they're just trying to draw the defense offside. So, discipline, energy, and just the fact that they went out and made extra plays like the, the field goal block, stripping the ball. LaVisca Chennault, I know everyone's talks, everyone wants to talk about the 67 yard touchdown. But he set that up with that big thirty-three yard return. So, I just think them actually making a few plays here and there that they normally wouldn't was a big factor in the game as well. The main thing for me,
0: and it kind of we've been talking about this really since opening week, how how we wanted the Panthers to play, and then we were kind of waiting for them to do it, and they just didn't do it. And I don't know if I don't know if they stumbled upon this on Sunday or they realized that they could actually do this based off of the personnel they've assembled over the past two years, but. The first thing I see when I'm looking at the box score, Christian McCaffrey, 25 carries, 108 yards, 4.3 yards per carry. That's literally the blueprint. If you've got a dude like CMC, that was my key to the game uh, Friday. He needs 20 to 25 touches a game to make this uh, relevant because then it's complimentary football at that point. You're helping yourself with the clock. You're helping yourself with the chains. You're giving your defense a chance to rest, and then the defense can feed off of it. And it felt like when they came out on offense – they, I think they handed the ball to McCaffrey a couple of times right in a row, like right in the beginning, like right up the gut too. Like it was – we are running the ball today. Like this is what yeah. we have chosen to do. We're gonna, we're not going to do this RPO stuff where we're lined up in shotgun and he's got to come from six steps back or whatever and we're not going to do anything tricky or fancy. We're going to line up, I formation, hand this ball to him and let him tote the rock all day. And that's what I wanted. And good thing – the first thing I yelled <laughs> when they handed the ball to him and he ran for like eight yards or whatever on the first run – I screamed in my house. Good things happen when you give it to Christian McCaffrey. Like, and my daughter was yeah. like, What's wrong? What's the matter? I'm like, Don't worry, it's, it's
1: you want to know what I, you want to know what I did when <laughs> I saw them go back there, and he was back there in the backfield in single back eye formation, whatever they was going on. Yeah. I was taking a sip of beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, about time. It's about, it's about time. About I can time. just sit
1: back and watch a game. Yeah, now.
0: Yeah, let's just work this <laughs> do work real quick. <laughs> let's why, 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 you know, and pl- the whole RPO thing from last week, the whole thing with Dan Olaski and all that stuff. It, I started thinking about it after we were done with that episode, and I was like, "Why are we even running RPO? Baker Mayfield's not a threat to run. Like RPO only works when the quarterback is a threat to actually run <laughs> in the option. I, yeah. Baker Mayfield probably ran out of it like twice, like out of the two games that they were running it, and they were running like exclusively for a bit. So I don't know necessarily if he was right or wrong or whatever, but I did notice, and I had texted you guys, they did not try to run RPO at all yesterday. Like they completely, it felt like they just took it out of the playbook." Uh, anything that was lined up in that kind of format, usually it was McCaffrey going out, uh, out the backfield or to help uh block uh the blitzes or whatnot. They didn't really try to get fancy with any of that kind of stuff, they just stuck to their game plan and it worked. I mean, yeah. it worked. So, I mean, it, hopefully, they take that lesson and they apply it to the next week and then the yeah. next because I don't want them going backwards and when they come out with you know 15 RPO plays first quarter, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like,
1: I mean I think what we did, what we saw yesterday was, you know, Baker's struggling. He knows that. We know that. So if your quarterback's struggling, go back to the basics. Run the ball. You have a running back of a century or of a lifetime uh, Christian McCaffrey. Make the team lean on him. Make the team lean on defense. Get And then then special teams, make something happen. Be special. You know that 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 is ultimately what every team does. I mean, you look at all the great teams that have played in Super Bowls, like defense and running the ball to get you there. You know what yep. I'm saying? It Doesn't take. I mean, there's been some terrible teams and and that have won Super Bowls. <laughs> like as far as like quarterback play, right? Oh yeah. So it, it, it's 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 it makes it that much sweeter when you have you know an offense that has ran smoothly through a quarterback. Right now, what the Carolina Panthers need to do is say, hey, Baker, we don't need to rush you. We need you to just manage. We'll manage Manage you. We'll we'll manage you. And then next thing you know, it's November. And then all of a sudden, you got Baker Mayfield. (laughs) I'm ready (laughs) now. You feel me? Whatever the offense, you learn in it and all that kind of stuff. Gelling. We don't don't need – we have Christian McCaffrey. So run the ball. And – play defense. It's, it's not it's, it's not it's not that hard. That's um,
0: why yeah, it's it's they made it more complicated than it needed to be. Like Right. Just take it back to basic peewee high school football. The teams that can stop the run and run the ball more yeah. often are going to win more than the ones that don't. The ones I see that are in these spread offenses or whatever, they want to yeah. be the greatest show on turf and, you know, they got a bunch of 17-year-old kids running around. It hardly ever works. And
1: like, the thing so. is, man, we have this we have a lot of season left to where we can be that we have that many weapons on offense to where we can be exactly that. And those are when, you know, at some point in the season, you know, you don't want to reach your peak, but at some point you want to reach your peak at the right time. And that's going to be November, December, late November, December, getting to those playoffs. Now you're running at full high speed and everybody that thought they had an answer for you all of a sudden doesn't have an answer. You know so we ain't got to show all of our cards right now.
0: Uh Skylar what what did what did you hear regarding um we had some injuries uh in the game. Uh I know that Dante Jackson and CJ Henderson both had neck injuries I believe but they both came back in the game if I'm not mistaken before the day was over. Uh what did you hear regarding that uh, in the post game and how are they doing?
2: Yeah, they they came back and it looks like they're both going to be able to play this week uh, against Arizona. At least that's what Matt said uh, in his press conference today. So we'll know more probably on Wednesday, but I would assume, you know, the fact that they came back is encouraging. I think really more so it's probably the hamstring that's going to be more concerning for Dante than the neck, but – I mean, we'll just – again, we'll have to see. I think that um, – at least – I think it did, though it, – it did give them some some opportunities to be a little bit more flexible. They moved J.C. Horn around a lot. I think he played some nickel, even played some safety. Uh, Keith Taylor got a few snaps in. So, if anything, it kind of gave those those other guys that aren't really going to see the field much a few looks in, in an actual game.
0: So, they stopped the non-game losing streak, but they have a streak that's still going on that – I don't know how to feel about it. We we actually joked about it right when we went off the air Friday when we were making our predictions, and I mentioned, well, with mine it has to do with the whole: the Saints don't score over seventeen, then we should win the game. Lo and behold, they didn't get to seventeen; we win the game. It's the weirdest stat I've probably seen in an NFL coaching thing. Where so now he's what ten and one when the team doesn't score uh, seventeen or more, uh, and ten and. No, I can't remember what it. one in 24, 25 or something like that when they when they score more than that, uh, with the Arizona Cardinals coming to town uh, this Sunday, 4 o'clock kick. I think it's a four, 415, 420 kick, something like that, um, which I thought was odd too. Normally, if the West Coast team's coming over to play on the East Coast, it's still going to be a 1 p.m. game. Kind of gives the East Coast team an advantage for them traveling. Uh, but for whatever reason, this game, and I think the San Francisco game too, they're 4 o'clock games. Uh, and I assume that's for TV. I assume that's they want, you know, more people on the West Coast to yeah. watch those games.
1: Yeah, the viewership.
0: Yeah. So everybody's
1: so, going to hey, be at no. church. So they got to make sure they get out <laughs> yeah, of <that's> church.
0: The Kids <laughs> <laughs> get out so we can watch these games. I'm not worried. Are y'all worried about Arizona? Like everyone's all like, oh, look at the schedule. I was kind of looking at it after the game. And uh, we beat Arizona last year. Wasn't that the game where we lost a bunch of players? Hey, man,
1: listen, that was last year. I don't want hear nothing about last year. That's true. But I, but I will say. That every game you need to be on your on your on your seat, right? Because I yeah. feel like I feel like this is one of those years, man. Teams that you expect to win a game, you can throw that out the window.
0: Yeah, this and I mean, that's I, the
1: per, and that's the perfect <laughs> that's the perfect <laughs> that's the perfect way we gonna make make these ten wins.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're still on that train. We're still on yeah. the double digit train. It can still go down. Um. Uh, they they did have to start winning some games first for it to happen. So luckily, uh, they decided to get up and do that. I was very impressed with the uh, uh, the defense looking to cause turnovers because I know they had was it two interceptions and a fumble recovery yeah. uh, for a touchdown. But Shaq Thompson got hit in the numbers. Uh, yeah. Somebody else uh, almost had an interception. I can't remember who it was, but it could have been worse than what it was. Um, Panthers. They, they just played a they played a good game. It's been a long time since I can sit here and say that the defense and the offensive game plan matched up, like yeah. based off of who they were playing. Normally they'll put something together and it doesn't fit against whoever the plan, playing. And then they have was, to abandon
2: it. It was very good complimentary football. Outside, yeah. Obviously the offense not going exactly what they need to do every time. But that was probably the most complete game that we've seen. Um, Cause even when the passing game wasn't going, they were still running the ball at will. They just weren't yeah. finishing the drives. So, yeah. um, I think kind of one of my other bright spots, too, is Eddie Pinero. Like, I mean, this dude just comes in and hoping that they're just – the Panthers are hoping that he's good enough, right, to get them through the season without Zane Gonzalez. He's been perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, 45,
2: 44, 48-yard field goals, that gives you confidence, you know, not only from, you know, special teams coach, but from Matt Rule and everybody else that, hey, if it's fourth and seven – in, it's a certain area of the game. We don't necessarily have to punt. We don't have to risk it and go for it. We can kick the field goal. So I think Eddie Panera is kind of an unsung hero, too. And so, wanna- the,
1: and our punter, man, Hecker.
2: Yeah. Man, that dude's oh, Yeah, boy. I never thought, I
0: never thought <laughs> that one right
1: there is he. He might be the MVP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one punt. Oh my yeah. gosh, he was like punting from like his ten or something, and like the ball came down like at the twenty or something on the yeah. other side of the field. I was yeah. like, oh my god, was that like an eighty-yard punt? What did he just do? Um yeah. <laughs> We exactly should do. We run. should.
1: He'll be. He'll be our special teams hero.
0: Yes, sir. Every week. Every, Every week. And and so, I, so I, I left. I left the house after the game because I have serious uh, satellite radio in the car, and I was driving around, and I can listen to all the games. I like listening to the radio uh, broadcast, and I was listening to that Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. It sounded almost unwatchable uh, from from listening to it. It sounded like Rodgers and Brady we're having like an old man duel. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were completing stuff, but they just couldn't score. And like Green Bay, like 14, three for like, that was going to be enough, like to win this game. And I almost caught myself feeling sorry for Tom Brady. Almost because like all of his players were gone, dude. Line no gone. lie,
1: no, no lie. I was feeling sorry for both of them.
0: <laughs> See, I, I was like, man, I, this they I, don't deserve this. I can't do they that. They don't to deserve Brady. this. Tom Brady's crushed my heart too many times <laughs> for two decades for me to give him any kind of sympathy whatsoever. You at least he felt had,
1: bad. You at least he, felt bad for Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> he had an out too. You were gone. You have a supermodel wife and you retired and you came back for this. Like, yeah. literally, you're gonna sit here and you're gonna take All of this over the next 15 weeks because he ain't gonna quit, it's Tom Brady. So, my question is looking at the uh the standings, the NFC South is wide open, Tampa's two and one, but they don't they haven't looked good really in any game they played this year offensively, to be honest. Uh, and they played what Dallas week one, uh, in a game that that got hurt in, and then uh, they had the Saints week two, and Jameis. Through three interceptions in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. So
2: yeah. Hey, the the no. most they've scored in the game is 20. So uh uh-huh. the Panthers, you gotta be like, okay, if we can just told them to a- Hold a- them a- one, <laughs> one of those field goals <laughs> out <laughs> <with> a shot. <laughs> yeah. But what's even crazier, I looked this up last night and I was like, this there's no way this is true. The Carolina Panthers have scored the second most points of the teams in the NFC South. Isn't that hard to believe? Wow. You know who wow. scored the most in the NFC South.
0: It's the uh, I'm looking right now. It's the, uh, it's the, Falcons. the Falcons. Yeah, and they've been outscored
2: by a point. <laughs> what?
0: Was that, that's crazy. Yeah, the, the Falcons have scored eighty points over three games. The Panthers have scored. Well, no, let's see. This says uh, I'm looking. at The Panthers. Oh no, no, you're right. The Panthers have scored sixty-two in three games. Uh, the Saints and the Bucks have both scored fifty-one. Um, I'm not one, scared of any of these teams. One
1: way, one way you can look at it, man, the sky's the sky's the limit you know
0: it's wide open uh it's wide open in this division because i everyone kept pointing at tampa because that's what they know and nobody wants to bet against tom brady but i was i mean i was sitting there looking at the division like the bucks are dependent on a 45 year old quarterback and they have no interior offensive line (laughs) dudes are missing on that stop calling
1: him just call him him tom brady please
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm not lying i mean he's 45 45, but he's still tom brady (laughs)
1: He, this yeah. man has he's he's done too many things in this in the, for football <laughs> he's done too many things for football for you to just be up there calling him a 45 year old man <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm 44, so, I mean, I'm not really – I'm not trying to – That's man. some I'm perspective
1: right there, man. He That's out there taking people. a beating.
0: No. It hurts to go to the bathroom for me in the mornings. So I can't imagine what he's feeling like the day after uh,
2: yesterday. He's probably you like, know what everyone's been saying, too, over the last, like, two years when the Panthers – like, last year when they got the Saints early, right? And all the excuses were, all the Saints weren't healthy. They were beat up. They have all this and that. Look, I, I know the Saints had a lot of guys limited – throughout the week and were questionable leading into the game. But a lot of those dudes played. Michael Thomas was playing. Alvin Kamara yeah. was playing. James Winston was playing. All those guys in the back end of that secondary were playing. And the fact that they were still able to go out there and win that game, and, yeah, it wasn't the greatest, wasn't the prettiest, but they won the game. They found what, out how to win.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What have the Saints shown in these first three weeks that would make you concerned later in the year that the Panthers can't go down there and complete the season sweep? I didn't
0: feel like in awe of their offense or anything. Everybody was like, "Oh, they got all these wide receivers." And I feel like I know Jameis enough where I was like, "Jameis will give you one somewhere in the game. He's going to give you yeah. one, you know." And then
2: he's loose with the ball anyway. Um, if you look at his numbers, like every week he finishes with good numbers. The problem is a lot of those numbers are coming from him quarter. having to bounce back in the fourth yeah. quarter. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. Time. He's got, or, or, he's, or, got eight,
1: he's got eight hundred and ninety something yards passing and. Six hundred of those in the fourth <laughs> quarter, probably. I don't know. Don't <laughs> don't count me on that. But it's what
0: it
2: sounds. Probably like. Not far off. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. Actually, that sounds right. About right, pretty much his whole career has been kind of built on that. I mean, so. he,
2: he in the first half, I think he was barely over a hundred yards, if that. I mean, yeah. for the first yeah. like three quarters of the first half, he was like at sixty or seventy yards. So let's get back
1: to the Panthers' defense, right quick. Yeah. Marquise Haynes, yeah, Marquise Haynes. What do you think his forty time is? Just off the rip, I bet four he could forward. be Peyton
0: Manning and uh, Tom Brady. He was Brady. running
1: four four. He was he was definitely probably running a four four on that return, right? Yeah. At some, po- at some point, <laughs> my man was moving, He's trucking down the
0: field. He's saw like, the end zone,
1: <laughs> and the, and and. But I'm getting back to this because these are the moments that you look if you're going to the locker room after a game you're going up to marquee's hands and saying boy you was moving mm-hmm. i mean you like and just the 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 vibe the the camaraderie that's where it starts to that's where you start to channel you know winning edge within your locker room right yeah guys are excited to play guys are excited to come into work today a victory monday to watch film and to and to make fun of Marquise Haynes and how he was running and how he was moving so fast. I ain't never seen you move that fast. You ain't moved that fast since you, you know, whatever, since since we said we had Krispy Kreme donuts in (laughs) in the cafeteria. I don't know,
2: but... I'll I'll slide in right here real quick because it goes along with it. Burns actually said that he never saw Derek move that fast unless it was for a burger or something. <laughs> see,
1: <laughs> see, but those are good things that you want to hear your teams talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I love it because right now, going back to identity, you got to have fun. Right. games got to be fun. Defense was flying around. I mean, seeing J.C. Horn come off the edge on that blitz, jumping up in the air, it was like he was just playing free. And, and and just playing with pure instincts, guys start having. I mean, Derek Brown. I mean, he looked like he knew what he was doing catching was that name? ball. I
0: mean, we haven't heard <laughs> his name in like weeks. It feels you know what like and all of a sudden he was all over the place. All someday. over
1: the place. And I mean, whatever whatever was you know told to these guys and throughout the week last last week, keep that message going. You got to stack that message, stack the wins, stack the preparation. And just keep building. I love yeah, it.
0: The perfect example of that, what you're saying, Stu, is right here in house with you. The 2015 Panthers team. That team looked like they had the most fun yep. out of any team I can think of. It just it, and it kept it snowballed like all year yeah. when it got to the point where you guys we really, like,
1: we really started the whole celebration thing. Yeah, Cam, yeah, Cam dancing, team Cam dancing in the end zone, hitting, yeah,
0: getting the and fans like, and,
1: and, and then we getting, and then Cam getting flagged for it and everything, and then next, the next thing you know the following year they're encouraging all of it
0: everybody's doing <laughs> everybody's
1: it, got yeah. synchronized <laughs> like, dances <Yeah. laughs> and all kind of stuff like oh you can't do this because it's different it started Wait a minute. in charlotte.
0: the fans it started, love it it started in charlotte <laughs> started i, I want to I before i move over cuz i got a couple of uh there's some questions from fans that are watching right now that we'll answer real quick before we get out of here um i want to give uh a shout out to matt roll because we've been hard on him the past couple of weeks and he had been adamant that they were still engaged and that the, the the team hadn't given up and they were close. Maybe he was right, but it was hard to kind of believe from the outside looking in that these guys were still focused and listening to him. Yesterday was kind of proof in the pudding that yeah, they're they're still in, they're still buying what he's cooking, you know, like Desmond.
1: I just want you to know I'm proud
0: of you. <laughs> I still got a, There's still a room back in the back of my mind. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, I'm... All right I'm, now, I'm, we still got this whole... I'm glad
1: you're getting off of that, that wagon. Get off that... Cut I that want wagon loose.
0: I want, I want Matt Rule to succeed. I do. I don't... I'm not one of these guys that are rooting for his failure because I see people that are like, is yeah, it wrong that I'm I'm rooting for us to lose so we can get Matt Rule out of here faster? I'm not yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, I don't buy yeah. that at all. Whoever
1: the know. whoever they are, that you're wrong. Don't yeah, do that.
0: get off the bus. Like, we get don't need you. all But yeah, I, 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 I want Rule to succeed. I want McAdoo to succeed. I want I want Baker Mayfield to succeed. Like, I mean, yep. I'm a Panther fan. Like, I don't I don't want them to bottom out. Like, we I feel like we already did that. Like, we should see some results at this point. And now I'm looking at the schedule, like, okay one game at a time. We got Arizona coming in here. We next two games are at home. We get through these two games and do what we're supposed to do and and, and build some confidence. We, maybe 3 and 2 going into the next uh, batch of four games or whatever and, and and the NFC is wide open. Like I can't get a bead on who the best team. Maybe Philadelphia, I guess. From so far, Jalen Hurts is out here balling. Um Yeah,
1: Jalen Hurts out there making people look stupid. I
0: you know, honestly, I, mean, I wanted him too. I wanted him uh here. Uh, the year he came out, he was in the second round. I was like, they should get Jalen Hurts. He's a, he's a coach's son. So I'm like, he would be pretty, you know, nice to just kind of plug into what we're doing. And then uh, Philly got him. But looking at the the rest of the – I mean, is there an NFC team that stands out to you guys besides the Eagles? I'm sitting there looking around. All Minnesota, of them. Like, but, but they haven't Ooh. looked all that sharp either. Minnesota.
2: Minnesota. But they haven't looked – I mean – when you look at the stretch, like we've talked about this stretch for how many shows now, where like mm-hmm. these first three or four games, they're going to have to go three, one, two, and two. But you look at the stretch now and it doesn't look as daunting as it once did, like, right? I mean, Arizona's not played well. San Francisco has got Jimmy G, and obviously their offense is in, in limbo, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, he's stepping
1: of out. He's stepping out in the back of the end zone like your boy. Yeah, he
2: did. Like your boy Orlovsky. Yeah, he did. Coming to
0: Charlotte in two weeks, so we got Jimmy I G mean, coming.
2: I think that 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 stretch of games is a little bit more manageable now. When you look at it, it's not as daunting. Like L.A., yeah, that's a tough game, but Tampa Bay's not a guaranteed loss. I don't think. Like it may
0: not that may not be a tough game with the Rams. I mean, they're two and one, but they've been outscored. In those three games, yeah. uh, 70 to 61. And, and then Stafford got something going on with his elbow. Like they're, they're all always, teams. yeah, he's always got something, uh, dinged up or whatnot, but he'll, he'll play. But, um, yeah, I mean, just overall, just looking at the NFC, the juggernauts are in the AFC. The flashy teams are over there. The, the bills, the, the chiefs, uh, all those team Miami came out of nowhere really. And, uh, they're playing really, really well. Um, Real quick before we get out of here, uh, someone from Facebook was asking this question. I think it's kind of interesting. Just based off of Baker Mayfield's stats up to this point. Um, what is the possibility the Sam Darnold start when he comes back? Um, I don't I would say no. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you would. I, I think injury would be the only way Darnold would get to play. Um yeah. At this point, why would you go back to him? Why uh, is that
1: even a question? Who's, yeah, when, I, they, when did they send that question in?
0: <laughs> it was a little bit ago. About, no. about 20 minutes ago. But, oh, now, but but still, though, it's kind of like I kind of get it because they did split those first team reps with them in the beginning nah, of the year. I, I, no, listen. It, like it was even, but we all knew the deal.
1: No. <laughs>
0: like Baker Mayfield
1: is the, is the starter. He <laughs> is the team starter. And the only way that happens is if someone gets hurt.
0: If and they if they go if they start switching these dudes back and forth,
1: then we're gonna start losing.
0: Yeah, and, and then no, and, we'll, and the, then our
1: identity will be back in the arms and I'm gonna be jingling the keys and turn on the
0: fire that rule bus again. Like right now, it's parked <laughs> in the parking lot and it's just it's it's not even on.
2: It's idle. It's just chilling. But yeah, yeah leave that thing on idle. idle. I'll, I'll <laughs> put it as simple as it can get. When you look at <laughs> and Sam, and they all talk about the turnovers. How they're one, two. In terms of turnover, since they come into the league and all that stuff, but what has Baker done to this point? He's he has a take 10 to the ball. ball. He has one interception. Bad throw. He just didn't. He just didn't get on top of the ball. And since then, he's done a good job. He's not forced anything. Yeah, they didn't take awesome. many shots downfield on Sunday, but like he he took what the defense gave. Him. Right. And stats may not be good, but if Sam's out there, the stats are probably going to be the same. Except for you're probably going to have two more turnovers. So. I think you just roll with what you got.
1: And especially as close as these games are, turnovers definitely, as people can see, they definitely matter. Yes, Um absolutely. You can be one turnover away from, from losing or winning a
0: game. Um, I think this, I'm not sure who's asking this question, but someone wants to know, is Skylar old enough to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Skylar? Oh, yeah, what does sure. that mean?
1: Are you trying to take <laughs> Skylar out to a drink?
2: I don't, I don't know what that, yeah, don't Skyler, even You don't even you
1: says, don't even really strike me as a guy that I'm just like, hey man, you seem like a guy that I want to drink with. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> even though I would, I would I would I would have a drink with a drink you, you Skylar. I would have
2: a drink with you. Listen, I am probably <laughs> the funniest dude when I'm drunk. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm old enough to drink by five years. Okay, uh, Skylar's twenty six. That's a compliment, then. That's a compliment.
0: <laughs> but ain't nothing better than walking in the gas station and they don't card you. But then sometimes oh. you kind of want to get carded. <laughs> like yo, know, thank you so much for wanting to see how old I am. I, oh. Oh. People just
1: assume. I feel assuming. so. I feel so. I feel so young. <laughs> thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta we gotta get out of here. It's a Panther victory Monday. Everybody enjoy it. Go turn your grills on. Hey, tell them you ain't coming to work Tuesday because the Panthers won on Sunday. How about that? We're just going to start yeah, that, that new tradition and get that going. Panthers, uh, Cardinals, uh, this Sunday. It's a late kickoff. Um, we'll be back, I think, Thursday. We'll be back with the preview for that. Um, catch us on uh, Twitter. Of course, you got uh, Stu's Twitter handle right there. Jonathan, Stew- Jonathan, Stew won. It's a- Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart. One without, <laughs> the T. Schuyler, without the T Skyler's is Callahan underscore. Mine is D E Z underscore three five zero five. Go follow. Believe there's a uh, episode, there's a uh, podcast for every single NFL team with the former NFL player attached for that team. Uh, You can hear it on Sirius XM satellite radio on the app uh, or you can just go to the Believe podcast network. Just Google it and you'll be able to get it on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, uh all the major podcast platforms. So definitely go check that out. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Keep pounding. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.